We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. All right, let's hear it, Donnie. Give me the good stuff right here. Lido. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I always think of Lido Shepard, thanks to Berman. I mean, what else can you really do? I know he does it with Debo Samuel now. Man, he must not have had anything for Debo. Like, he's just like, I got to repurpose Lido for it. I'm not complaining about it. And is Berman not hip enough for Debo Samuel to do some sort of joke associated with the movie Friday? Do you really have to ask that question out loud? You know the answer. So you don't think Berman's seen the movie Friday? No. If I said bye Felicia to Chris, he wouldn't understand what I'm talking about. But I would bet he's seen Caddyshack more than 100 times. What movie do you think Chris Berman has seen more than any other? Slapshot. An American Werewolf in London. <laughs> I think he has seen Casablanca more than any other movie. Ever American made. Graffiti. He like he starts it at parties. If it actually comes up, he goes, you know, George Lucas's best movie wasn't Star Wars or the Indy Jones movies. All right. Well, thanks for finding us today. We're hanging out until six. Let's go with the biggest story in Pittsburgh sports to start. Now that the Steelers offensive coordinator riddle has been solved, it's Arthur Smith. Now that we know Ron Cook is retiring. Also true. Next big item. Jake Gensel's future, what should the Penguins do? Keep him or trade him? Every Pittsburgh sports fan should have an opinion on this. 412-928-9370. So we'll open up the phone lines for our show for the first time on this topic. Keep him or trade him, Mulsey, go. Keep him. Easy. Uh, you have, for as long as Sidney Crosby uh, is playing at the level that he is playing, and he is a big reason why a lot of their numbers, like five on five and all that, look good. Like They look like a pretty good hockey team. Uh, you have to at least consider yourself, whether it's realistic or not, like you're not a favorite for the Cup, but you have to consider yourself at least a team with a realistic puncher's chance to go far in the playoffs. And so I keep Jake Gensel because if you punt, if you if you send him off because you don't think you can re-sign him and you trade him, your second leading scorer, a guy who has always, despite his diminutive size, done a very important thing in hockey, score goals. Diminutive teddies. Yes, diminutive teddies. Uh <laughs> I knew you were going to say it. I was just going to, I was saying it because I you knew. You know diminutive Teddy joke? Do you get it? No, he doesn't. I think we're just going to explain it to him right now. Zangrilli on pre and post game, for, on the Pirates pregame, would often come up with very ridiculous names on purpose for yeah, their opponent. I know that much. The Baby Bears, the diminutive Teddies for the Cubs, the Friars, the Monsignors for the Padres, things like that. 
the pale hose if they were playing the White Sox. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he did that. So, yes, we like to have some uh, the beer fun makers. With, the beer makers. Oh, of course. Yes. Uh, so we like to have some fun with those. And Giannotti, when he was here, would have some fun with those as well. Gensel does something that is very valuable, though, especially for a team that even though I know these numbers are skewed, I'm not going to get down the rabbit hole. They're third in goals allowed, and they're 27th, I want to say, in goals uh, scored this year as a team. They've only played 46 games. Only the Oilers have played fewer games. I know that that skews it a little bit, but their problem this year has been scoring goals, not preventing them. That's your second best goal scorer. If you trade him because you think you can't get a deal done, you are punting on this season, whether you want to admit it to yourself or not. You're saying we can't, we're not going to win this year because we're trading a guy and we're not going to get anybody back for him that's going to replicate what he can do. So I keep him because you've got to take bites at the apple while Sidney Crosby's still doing Sidney Crosby things. And you know what? If that means that at the end of this season, Jake Gensel walks because somebody, say he scores 40 goals plus, right? If he walks because somebody says you just, you're, we're banking on you. Like, we believe you will continue to produce in, well into your 30s, and you score goals, and that's valuable. So be it. Who gives a rat's ass? Like, so what if you get nothing in return for him? I've seen most of the debate about this framed one of two ways. You either keep him because you're going to sign him, or you trade him because you think you can't. And for me, there is a clear third option. You are a team trying desperately to cling to the notion that you can win now because that's what you should be doing as long as 87's doing what he's doing. You keep him. And then come what may in the offseason. Worst case scenario, he walks. You have six extra million dollars under the cap. You go try to find some pieces that might put together a reasonable Gensel facsimile. But this is, I've seen the debates. I saw one of Ron's, I think, last ever regular columns is can see both sides of the Jake Gensel trade debate to trade or not to trade. This is easy. Keep him and worry about tomorrow when tomorrow gets here. Donnie, is that how you feel? You're going to have a show this weekend I'm excited for. What day is that on? Or Friday night. Friday and Sunday Friday night show. The Penguins play Friday night against Minnesota. Maybe a nice pregame conversation for you will be about this uh, very uh, issue. Where do you come down on it? Is is it as black and white as Malsey just laid it out for Donnie football? I I, I, I think you absolutely keep him. Um, And I I know that for as long as Sidney Crosby is playing at the level that he is, like Chris just said, you have to try to keep things together. I mean, I think if you if they trade someone like Jake Gensel, not only are you punting on the season, you are pretty close to punting on everything you have right now. I mean, because Crosby, yeah, he's playing like somebody at 36 years old. He has no business playing like. I mean, Evgeny Malkin not having a bad year either at 37. But they are the oldest team in the league, and this is the only guy on their team that's actually good, like, skater-wise, forward-wise, that is under the age of 30. I know he's 29, so it's not like he's far away from that. But I feel like he has to be someone they kind of circle as a long-term future guy for okay, them. Okay, so because two different things from you really guys, nobody... though. Okay, so Chris said ride it out for the rest of the year, and if he leaves, fine. It sounds like you're more saying work like crazy to get a deal done with him to stay here before the trade deadline. I think that's what they should do. I mean, he's done nothing but produce ever since he's been here. They have they have hit on very few guys that they've actually had come through their own system. He's one of them. I will I will say this not so much for the argument of of that I'm making, the argument to keep him long term. We have seen it written and talked about by players, by writers, how difficult it is to be Crosby's winger, one of Crosby's two wingers. It just takes a different level of of cerebral 
uh, play. Mm-hmm. Gensel is probably the best combination they have ever had of guy who has natural goal scoring and finishing ability, not like a glor- like a Dupuis. Who, who was played a t- with him long term. I mean, if Hosa had stayed here, sure, and Hosa would have. Yes, Hosa would have been the best one. But in terms of guys who have spent years on Crosby's wing, yeah, he's the best one. I would agree with that. Like Dupuis was a role player who clearly figured out how to do it, and that was the whole bit with Crosby. You would always surround him with these role players. I don't want to shortchange Kunitz, but I think that Gensel's a little bit better. No, than him. I mean different kind of player. But yeah, I know you get what I'm saying I here. Do. Gensel is a 40 goal scoring star level guy who has also proven he can play with Sid. Okay, so to Donnie's w- point, that's why you would try to keep him long term. Oh. But I, I guess I just want to be very clear here. They might suck next year. Even if Crosby's good, they might suck. That's how the team has kind of looked for a lot of this year. And last year. You tried They've been to, mediocre try for a year and a half. Try to do this now. You've got games uh, in hand such that you, if you win some games in a row here, you'll be back in the playoff uh, picture. This is your okay, shot. Okay, so I just want to go back to Donnie here. So if he wants seven years, $70 million, you give it to him. I'd pay the guy. So that's the going. That's, that seems to be the going right here. What's the rumor? He turned down? Uh, Six and 50. Right, so it's eight and a half or so. So seven and seventy, would you do that? I wouldn't, but I don't. I don't really care. Like I just want him for this year. Okay, try to make the All playoffs right, so, and then so, screw it. But I'm trying to get the nuance of your points, though. So you guys are a little bit different. You want to just play it out this year with him and see what happens. Yeah, and me, if he leaves in free agency, fine. Donnie said you got to make a deal. You got to make him it, here yeah. long term. You got to make right him a now. penguin for the basically his last big uh, contract has to be with the penguins. You know who? You know the power of his rhetoric got me on this. Donnie. No, Starkey. At old. Unbelievable. On the, on the showdown, he said, make a hockey trade. And I'm like, okay, good luck with that. That's hard to do. A team literally did that on Friday. I would have made the trade uh, that Vancouver made with Calgary. I would make a trade like that for Gensel. In case people missed it or don't know the terms of it, Lindholm, who's a center, got traded. Mm-hmm who's the same age as Gensel in the last year of his contract, different kind of player, but same age, rental, got traded from Calgary to Vancouver. Here's what Calgary got back. They got two prospects who are middling prospects, Mm -hmm. whatever. They got a first-round pick, and they got a guy who scored 39 goals last year, who's gotten buried by Tockett for whatever reason. He's in his doghouse. With another year on his contract making $5 million. Um, Kuzmenko. Com- Kuzmenko is his name, exactly. Andre Kuzmenko. He scored 39 last year. He's playing on Calgary's top line right now. That's the type of deal where if you make it, it's like we may, we might have the best of both worlds. We might have the cake and we might be eating it too. And there's nothing that says unless the team Dr- Gensel gets traded to immediately brokers a long-term deal with him while the season is going on. You'll have your shot at him when free agency gets here in July to bring him back. So I kind of like that. That's my favorite option. It's a little bit more complicated. There are more moving parts for sure. But you made it sound like it's black and white. If I think there's a way to trade him and not punt on the season. You wouldn't be getting the best player back, but you might be able to keep hope alive for this year while at the same time, Helping your team out down the road. Try to thread that needle. That's why you're paying Kyle Dubas all this money. He's supposed to be the best GM in hockey. He's so smart. He made the contracts work for the Carlson trade. I never thought he'd be able to dump all that money 
in that deal, that was one of those made-up trades that callers give us. Hey, here's an idea. Let's trade for he the Norris that. Trophy winner. Sure. Give up all our bad players for he their did best that. He player. Was able to he do that it. for one. Re- he was able to do that for one reason and one reason only. There was only one team Eric Carlson wanted to be dealt to, and he had the power to control that he got dealt to that team. If Eric Carlson was willing to play for the Carolina Hurricanes, right that. that would have been a I, different proposition. I agree with you on that. So I'm not going to get – my point is, in, in classic grumpy Mulsey fashion, I am not going to give Kyle Dubas an A-plus for a trade where literally the guy they traded for only wanted to come so here. So you wouldn't make a hockey trade like that then? I wouldn't – you know what I think is the problem? Your, your way here is going to be by far the most popular with our callers. I can almost guarantee it. You know why? That's if callers want to chime in on this. We haven't done you know a why? big hockey topic in a while. Let's see if we get Do you want to know why this. this is going to be popular with them? Because you're presenting the side where the Penguins have the potential to win twice. I'm presenting the realistic side. You ride it out, see what How happens. How is my idea unrealistic? It happened in the NHL just a few days ago. Okay. I'm not citing something that happened in 1992. I'm giving did you Joe something that happened ha- did February Did Joe have 3rd. people in mind that he would want to trade for? No. Do you have people in mind? Not really. <laughs> T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Understanding that there might have been something offered to him in the ballpark of $50 million, 8.5 times 6. As of now, he's not signed. Let's just put it that way. So uh, more money... Will he get a better offer than that? Will Pittsburgh keep him despite not being signed? From my end, there's, there's been no talks of any sort, so I'm just trying to play hockey, and, and that's all I'm kind of just worried about right now. Okay, so Nick Kiprios up in uh, Canada, Toronto, from Sportsnet, throwing out numbers. Now, uh, other reporters have refuted that, six years and $50 million. I think it's got to be more than that if the Penguins are going to keep him here. Um, I think it's going to be a lot more than that. I'm sorry. I hear him talk. I, I think about what Jake Gensel looks like, and I just think about devoting that kind of money to Happy Gilmore's caddy. It's just very difficult for me. Or is it Beavis or Butthead? Who had the blonde hair? That was Beavis. Beavis? I believe so, Donnie, yeah. confirm that for us, please. Who That's was, the kind of real producing work we need to do. Who had blonde hair, Beavis or Butthead? It was definitely Butthead. Beavis. Butthead was the, was the uh, dark-haired guy. I got a guy like, so we have somebody in the Beavis mentions here. Beavis was blonde. Yeah. Uh, the Confluence says, you can't let Jake walk for nothing. And I, to that, I just say, Why? 
Why can't you just bring him, keep him here for the whole stretch run, see what happens, and then if you lose him, you lose him? It's not totally nothing. It's close to nothing, but it's not nothing. If he leaves, you get the cap space of him not being like, on what the are you books. Gonna, and the cap's going to go up, so what are you going to do? Not sign players? If Crosby's still playing well, you make a decent playoff. You get into the playoffs and maybe win a round or two, and it looks like, like the main guy on this team is still going to be that dude for another year or two. Why wouldn't people want to come here and play? Let's hear what our listeners think. The biggest story in Pittsburgh sports now that Arthur Smith is the Steelers' OC and Ron Cook has announced his retirement is Jake Gensel's future. And the second half of the Penguin season starts tonight against Winnipeg. 412-928-9370. Scott is in the South Hills to lead us off. Hello, Scott. Hey, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. Anytime, man. What do you got for us on this one, Scott? Um, the minutes they forced Flurry out of that locker room was the minute they were done. That was six years ago. Crosby was the heart of that team, then Flurry was the soul. They've won one playoff series in the last six years, and that's not a coincidence. That team was done when Flurry left. That's it. What does that have to do with Jake Gensel, Scott? Well, what's the difference? If they trade him, then you got to trade Crosby. Crosby going to stick around for no years? He's not going to. He wants to go to a team that can win. How do you know that? Because Gensel is the only winger that makes any difference on that team. They traded his top wingers before, Scott. Scott, was this what? really just an ex- Scott, was this really, really just a reason to really call in and say that Flurry being traded? Around Hold on. Is this call's Gensel. entire purpose that when they let Flurry get away to Vegas? that that was the downfall of the Penguins? Just making sure here. It was the dumbest personnel move no, it Penguins wasn't. have ever made. No, it wasn't, because no one thought Matt Murray yeah, was going to suddenly what, go bad. One it was. Matt Murray was the better goalie then. Which, younger, better, are you cheaper. kidding me? Younger, better, cheaper. You really cheaper. think that yes. that defense, led by Ian Cole, was not the difference between Murray getting 50 saves a game at, in that Tire cup run and those two cup runs. Do you think Ian Cole had nothing to do with that? I, I don't know how we got into Ian Cole, but thank you. As their best defenseman. They actually traded Ian Cole, by the way, because Mike Sullivan didn't like that he talked so much to the media. Yeah, I know that Latang didn't play on both of those cup runs, was hurt for the second one, but come on. Like, Flurry was a huge part of them yes. winning the cup in 17, it- but... It, this, notion, this notion that Matt Murray was not a good player well, and that wasn't an obvious it, decision is wild In to hindsight, me. it was the wrong move. Okay, in hindsight, but, but at the time, nobody was saying that. Yeah, in hindsight, it was the wrong move. Ah, yes, Matt Murray, horrible in that first playoff run. 923 save percentage. He sucked. What are we doing here? We got people... Co- this mean, is what happens. You say Gensel is the biggest story, and the first person we talk to has had an almost decade-long grudge about Marc-Andre Fleury. 412-928-9370 if you want to follow up on that. I mean, the, the, one, the one aspect to what that insane caller said that I think is relevant to some people is how does moving on from Gensel affect Sid's attitude towards the team? I do think that that's worth bringing up. I don't think it would be such a affront to his competitive juices and spirits that he'd look at it as a betrayal by the Penguins if they got rid of him. Uh, he's got one year on his contract after this. They'd have to show him this offseason that they could find a suitable replacement for Gensel. That would be a big task for, for Dubas. But I don't think it's, I don't think it's a, a guarantee, a slam dunk, that if one goes, 
one of the greatest hockey players of all time is out the door too. What that he like bangs his fist on the table and says, "I want to go play with McKinnon." I mean, look, I don't know Sid personally, but I did, it, does does Sid strike you as somebody at thirty seven years old that or thirty eight years old when he becomes a free agent who wants to start over, not and have and have a monumental change in his life? I mean, I always his preference, see one, I think, is to try to win here. I only see one team where I feel like he would genuinely want to go, and that's to go play with McKinnon. Bill they're, is on the Cole fan. Harbor buddies. Hello, Bill. You're on the fan. Hey, how you doing? Thanks for taking my call. Sure, Bill. Hey, uh, I think we'd be foolish to get rid of Gensel. Uh, why try to replace Gensel when you already have Gensel? It don't make no sense. Well, because he but, doesn't have a, he doesn't have another year on his contract, Bill. Would That's you be why willing to question. keep him this season without the knowledge or guarantee that they could even sign him in the offseason? Because that's where I'm at. I'm fine with it. Roll the dice. Try to make a run this year. That's what I, I say, I, Bill. I think they should sign him in the offseason. I think especially if they're planning on keeping Crosby and Malkin on a team. Sure, but Bill, when when you keep him and you don't have a deal done with him, you always court the risk that he's going to hit free agency this offseason and and somebody's just going to knock his socks off and even if you desperately want to keep him, you won't be able to. Okay, but you should still try to do that, try to sign him. It just don't make no sense to me to go out looking for another Gensel when you have Gensel on your team. Well, I think they are trying. There's a difference between trying and, and actually being able to get it done. The agent went on the NHL radio channel on Sirius XM and said last month, quote, uh, that this could get ugly. It was what he said about negotiations between the two. And Dubas made it sound like there were very little talks before uh, the All-Star break. And Gensel said in that clip that we played that there haven't there hasn't been any talk on his end. Now, is he talking about him talking directly to the team? Or is he talking about his agent, too? I don't know. You'd like to think that they're trying to get a long-term deal done. But it sounds that, like, at least to some extent, the agent thinks he's going to cash in big that, when he hits the market. That would be my preference, to try to sign him long-term. My preference but would short be, of that is, I'm fine with making a hockey trade to get something back and then revisit signing him in the offseason. My, my preference would be he signs another hilarious team-friendly deal, which he's not going to do. But failing that, play out this season, and if he... To use an Yvonne Drago quote repurposed, if he walks, he walks. Is presented by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh's trusted plumbing and HVAC provider for over 50 years. Jake Gensel suiting up tonight for how much longer is the Penguins six spots out of a wild card spot? They do have games in hand, four of them. They played the fewest games in the East. They are trying to uh, catch Detroit and Toronto in the wild card. And then in the division, Philadelphia. So that's where they stand on the outside looking in. So what do they do with Jake Gensel? 412-928-9370 is the question of the day. Here is our number two fan, Jeff in South Park. Hello, Jeff. Hey, guys. How are you? We're good, Jeff. So um, there's definitely, I guess you would call it a lizard brain part of me, that says we should absolutely keep Jake Gensel, especially when some of those yahoos up in Canada are saying that uh, we owe it to Crosby to send him elsewhere to finish out his career like he's Tom Brady. I hate that comparison, by the way. I hate it. But the thing is, I, if we trade him, look, I don't subscribe to the fact that if the Pens trade Jake, then they're going to automatically be a bottom feeder. I think if they make a smart trade to bring in a few pieces, they can make the lineup deeper. The team needs depth. They need to 
they need to change their mindset and roster construction of basically two offensive lines, one good defensive line, and one black hole line. If they would come around to the fact that Sid and Gino can't do it by themselves and bring in solid depth players where they can roll four lines, they would be much better off. Four lines that could actually score. So that means no more, you know, Jansen Harkins and Jeff Carter's of the world. Um, if they can get something like a package from, I don't know, Carolina, where you get Seth Jarvis back, who's only 21. And uh, God, even the Rangers guys were talking about sending four players. If you could, uh, if you could uh, send Jake with an extension in hand, I mean, including Capo Caco, I don't know that this, that the Penguins would uh, trade him uh, in division like that. But, uh, and I mean, if you, you don't have to automatically think that you're going to be a bottom feeder. All right, Jeff, that him. sounds and, like and, a vote for trade. I'm going to put you in the trade column. Is what that sounds yeah, like. Yeah, and, and, and I think I think and Mulsey Duke, loved your Dubis points. Has, Mulsey, you should have seen him nodding throughout that soliloquy Duke, I mean, by you. Dubis, Dubis, I think is going to be case. smart about it. As long Mary. as he, as long as he's smart about it, then yeah, do it. All right, thank you, Jeff. Do it, do it now. Do you like just made some money on that? By the way, on that Jeff call. <laughs> Which one of us? So Malsey and I know how much Jeff loves the Penguins, and I made a I made a deal with Malsey. I bet with him. I said as soon as Jeff starts his point, I want you to take your headset off, walk out of the studio, and do a lap around the building, and see if by the time you're back, Jeff is still in the middle of making his Penguins case to trade or keep Jake Gensel. The reason being, and he is sure enough. He's our sharpest Penguins caller. He's very well, definitely our most the passionate. Team. There's no yeah. doubt about that. Yeah, I should say. Yeah, he's most passionate. He's very well read on all hockey. Uh, unlike the guy who just said they ruined the whole team by uh, trading Flurry seven years or leaving Flurry exposed and then whatever doing the deal with Vegas, but yes, I did make it back. It's like a fifty. Was that about a fifty-second walk around the building, doing a quick lap at a normal walking pace? He was still going strong. Todd is next. Hello, Todd. Hey guys, um, I would reluctantly lean on the side of trading Gensel. Um, you guys mentioned Calgary. They're in a similar spot in the standings that the Penguins are. I think Calgary has like 49 points and five points out of a playoff spot. The Penguins are similar. I know the Penguins have some games in hand, and I might wait a couple weeks to see how they play with those games in hand. But my, my main reason is, is that I don't know realistically why we would think this team is any different than last year or really the last four or five years. When – when do you Carlson was supposed to be that changing. reason. Carl, what's different? You brought in the Norris Trophy winner from last year. You made a huge change to your team in the offseason. Yeah, but it hasn't shown. I know. You really haven't seen anything from that. I mean, I know it's right. They're only 40-some games in, I guess. But Todd, I would have like made the enough. Calgary trade. If they would have come to me and said, we prefer Gensel to Lindholm, and they're giving me a guy that scored almost 40 goals last year, first-round pick in prospects, I'm probably making that trade. I just think maybe change – I think at some point you have to change the chemistry or change the culture. I, I'm not saying Gensel's the problem. I'm just saying, you know, how long do you just keep doing the same thing and getting the same result? That's why I think that, that – that's why I think they made the Carlson trade, Chris. He was supposed, was supposed to be to the guy that ignited he is the and guy, rebooted these older players, these the older other stars. Thing. He is the guy – we agree on this by far who's on the roster who has the most – who can have the most say in whether they make a serious push here. 
in terms of variance in what his production has been versus what we expected it to be. Yeah, in terms of what's left to give. Yeah, I mean, Sidney Crosby is playing as well. By reputation, what you think he should give. I don't think that there's another level to Sid's game. I think what he's doing now is perfect. It happens to be still top five type guy in the league. Gensel's been largely very good. Gensel's a point-per-game guy, and he's scoring a lot of goals. He's on pace to score almost 40. But, I mean, to me, this team goes the rest of the way, 36 games left in the season. They go as Eric Carlson and, to a lesser extent, Evgeny Malkin go. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.